His YouTube channel is called That's Rank. Um, talking about rank foods that he ranks. I love the double entendre there. Chris Father Gil Brown. Welcome back to the Milkman Show. It is exciting to be back here. Uh, so we've talked about bird spit this week. We've talked about cereal this week. What's next on the agenda? Let's talk pie because it's top of mind to me right now. And while I'm not going to get into this, the inspiration for today's segment is that AMW actually released a new fried pie this week, and it's a coffee crisp deep fried pie. So not my thing, of- not my thing, but I can see that being popular. Yeah, I took a look at it. It definitely it it was better in name than the actual than the actual pie itself, Aww. but it was uh, intriguing. And I like people to go in that direction. But in doing so, I did a little bit of research and I decided to take a look at what the most popular pies by province are in Canada. <laughs> okay. I'd like to know what kind of province you would fit into. So, John, what is your favorite pie? I uh, I mean, chocolate. Duh. Chocolate? Okay, so you don't fit into sort of any sort of box here in Canada. (laughs) I could have told you that. Well, I I, I assumed as much, but... Without having uh, to reveal personal information, Chris. I mean, you know, we're under under emergency measures here. I have to reveal everything. Yes, I'm in chocolate pie. (laughs) Chocolate pie. Chocolate pie is great. It doesn't fall at the top of any given province. Now, in doing the research, it was interesting that it sort of varies back and forth between fruit pies and, you know, more savory pies. Okay, well, if I had to go go with a fruit pie... um, I'm going to go blueberry. Blueberry. So I'm guessing you're a British New Brunswick. Columbia man. Oh, no, British Columbia. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, that's what's hot in British Columbia. But if you're going savory, is there something that sticks with you a little bit more? Maybe a chicken pot pie or. Oh, okay. So we're not talking dessert pies exclusively then. Um, Any pie at all. Give me. Um, I'm going to go with tortier. That would make you a Quebecer because that's what's, tops. that's what's tops over there. I'm sure that doesn't shock you to learn. They also love their sugar pie, but Tartier is tops. Well, you're t- I mean, yes, guilty. I spent a couple of, uh, of summers in Shikutumi, and it was all about Tortier and sugar pie. Tortier. Yeah, so I come by many- it naturally. Yeah, there's many different ways to prepare it. Um, some people do it with beef. Some people do it with pork. Some yep. do it with lamb. And they even do it with horse in some parts of the province. No, no. Quebec Quebec is one of the only places in the world that still continues to eat horse. Oh, so, Chris. So now we're getting into sort of the topic of where I wanted to take this today. So oh, good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover some, more, some of the more bizarre ones. The top pie if you were to go way up north in Labrador, is a pie called flipper pie. And right away, your mind might go to a very dark place if you hear the word flipper. Yup. And I'm sorry to tell you that that's probably exactly where it's headed. It's made out of seal flippers like a chicken pot pie. They eat a lot of seal meat up north, so it's not as uncommon as it probably seems to you and me or, or abnormal. It's it's what they eat in that part of the world. It's what they had available, yeah, especially back in the early days. That's right. So, I mean, it's easy to sit back and go, oh, you monsters, but it's it's what they eat. And if I was mm-hmm. there, I'd probably give it a go as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Nova Scotia, something called the Rappy Pie. And okay. the Rappy Pie is a little bit closer to what we know as scalloped potatoes, but they're grated instead and served up with chicken stock and chicken pieces and baked inside a crust. So think of it sort of like a very potato-y chicken pot pie. I, th- I could be down Scotia. with that. 
Yeah. And then, and then if I move over to Saskatchewan and actually this sort of veers into the Northwest territories instead, or sorry, not Northwest territories, um, the none of it, um, they've got what's known as the Saskatoon berry out there. Yep. And that's almost like a blueberry in some respects. Um, it, very, very, very similar. And in, and in uh, none of it, they actually call it uh, by a different name. They call it the service berry pie, but it's the exact same thing, I guess. Calling it a Saskatoon berry somewhere outside of Saskatoon probably seems <laughs> a little bit bizarre. Yeah. And the final one that I just want to touch on, because I'd never heard of this before in my life, but out in the Northwest Territories, they got something called the cloud berry pie. And cloud berries are like these orange raspberry type things, and they serve it up with whipped cream. And just looking at it, it sounds amazing. I want to find me a cloudberry bush and hunt that this winter because that sounds outstanding to me. The berry is orangish. Flavor? It's it's orangish, yeah, but it, it tastes like a raspberry. Okay. God, you know a lot of cool stuff. Uh, his YouTube channel, give it a subscription. Give it a like. Um, subscribing is free. It helps his numbers out big time. Um, it's a fun, fun, fun channel. And you update several times a week, don't you? Nearly every single day, whenever I can. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I don't know where you find the time, but I'm grateful for your time here on the Milkman Show. Chris Father Gil Brown, YouTube.com slash That's Rank. The Diva of Love. Hey. <laughs> Hello. I never get tired of hearing that. Uh, how did I even start down that path? Doesn't matter. Hi, Susie. The diva of love is with us. Life coaching. Uh, and this week, um, you are you're encouraging people to really kick some butt and take charge of themselves. That's right. And today's theme is creating yourself. So one of my favorite quotes from George Bernard Shaw is life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Okay. Yeah. We talked about being proactive, right? So yep. this fits in. We often sit back and passively wait for things to come to us, career, love, friends, but all good things take hard work to come to fruition. No one is going to hand anything to you on a silver platter as much as you'd like Prince Charming or Princess Charming is not going to knock on your door. You know, things aren't going to happen by just sitting back. And it's funny, right? It's one of those things that we are taught. And like, I, I mean, mom and dad had how many conversations? You know, you, you want to meet a nice girl? She's not going to come knocking on the door. You got to go out and, you know, find her somewhere. You want a job? You got to go apply for the job. And yet here we are all these years later and we're still waiting for that promotion to fall into our lap. We're not proactive like we should be. So I love this conversation. Yeah. yeah and and I think like social media and internet has made us even lazier um, because mm. we're, we're not going out there and meeting people in a social way, the way we used to, we can't, we count on all these apps and, and that sort of thing to, to find somebody where really the best way is to actually go out there and meet people in person. Right. Okay. So how to create yourself and go for what you want. So take stock of where you are and the lessons you've learned along the way. Those are very important because those are building blocks, right? Mm -hmm. Decide where you want to be. Uh, I always get people to create a vision board of your goals. So whether pictures, words, whatever, and write down all the steps needed to achieve those goals and the resources you need. Because it's not only I want this. Okay, how am I going to get there? 
and what do I need to get there? Those are important things because it makes it achievable right. if you know how you're going to get there. A lot of us make vision boards with a lot of pretty pictures, but we don't really think about how we're going to get get there. Mm. Um, you know, start small too. Uh, don't overdo it. You know, revise it as necessary. So maybe things change. Like my vision board had designer shoes and, you know, fancy sports cars. <laughs> but now, even though I can buy those things, I'd rather use the money to go on a family vacation. <laughs> Fair enough. So, you know, it's different when your life changes, things change, your goals change. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, keep a daily journal with morning affirmations and evening gratitude. Those are really important things. Even if you don't feel it, it's good to do it. You know, even something like, you know, I'm going to have a good day. I will get through this. I will get through my difficult chore, you know, and then at night, you know, I was, I'm grateful that I had a decent day. I'm grateful that I have a bed to sleep in. I'm grateful for my health. And gosh darn it, people like me. It's the old Saturday Night Live skit, but there's a lot lot behind that, right? I mean, we laugh at it, but there's a lot of truth to it. Oh, 100%. You know, know, create a new life for yourself, but it takes time and patience and a whole lot of growth, and it's usually outside your comfort zone. So it's important to unpack your baggage as well before embarking on your journey. Oh, I love that. Usually means letting go of the past letting go of your attachments um, and all the pain that you have forgiveness of yourself and others is also key. If you want a new life, you need to detach from who you were. Mm. So you need to, you need to step forward and do something different. If you want a different kind of life, you know, and you know, learn, learn. It's okay that you were where you were and learn from it life is all about learning, right? Learn about yourself, about others, and be open to new ideas. You're going to grow and growth. That's how you create yourself, you know, but be empowered to be authentically who you are, authentically you and be proud of who you are. There's, there are no limits when you open your mind to every possibility, as long as you're not hurting anyone, of right, course. Right. So you will always, yep, you will always find your tribe, the right tribe. You will. Yep. You will. Yep, you will. And, and it's important. And how about a mantra for this conversation, Susie? I will create the life I want. I will create the life I want. I love it. As always, man, people must have a pile of post-it notes. I hope they do all around them. Little things that Susie says. Uh, You are the diva of love. It started with dating uh, advice and dating coaching, and it's moved on really to life coaching. And we're so grateful for your time. How do people connect with you online, Sue? DivaofLove.com. Good morning. It's the Milkman John Milky. Time now for your John joke of the day. So I stopped into a coffee shop in the Byward Market. After one sip, I told the barista that the coffee tasted like mud. Yes, sir, he said, because it's fresh ground. Canada's money coach, Judith Kane, with us once again. And you had me at hello on this one, Judith. You want to talk about seven ways to get out of debt. Let's do yes. this. I'm so excited. Okay, so... I have. I, I know that it's been a tough time for everybody, and I know that it is really hard to keep your credit card clean to pay it off every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Um, and it is a slippery slope. If you let it happen for $10 and, and you just can't afford to pay that $10 on your credit card, so you think, well, I'll just leave it over to the next month. It's not much interest. Once you've given yourself permission to do that, then it is a slippery slope and it just seems to accumulate. And I know this because I see it with my clients all the time. And then you pay it off with your line of credit and you say you vow you're never going to build your credit card up again and it slowly becomes that creep and then you refinance your house it's like and you, you vow know that it's me. never gonna happen <laughs> oh you vow God. you're never gonna have that happen again so yep 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 yes if you've done that and your credit card and your line of credit is clean then one of the things like the first thing that you have to do is you have to put yourself on a budget and say i have to live within my means i just have to live within my means and it can be a brutal conversation with yourself or your partner If you cannot afford to live in the house that you're in, you have a couple of choices. One is to sell the house and move into a rental unit. The other is to bring in someone to rent a room, Airbnb a room. I know those are ugly choices sometimes, but if you can't afford to live the way that you're living, you don't have many choices. But Judith, there's a thing on Amazon and I need to have it. Take your credit card out of your online stores. Remove it from your computer so that when you go to plug your computer in, it doesn't automatically pop up. But I know it off the top of my head. I do. If you you buy something, oh my gosh. John, you're not playing fair with me here. I'm being honest though. Okay, but you still have to type it in. And what if you type it wrong? And most people don't have their credit card memorized. Most people have it in their phone or in their uh, computer, take it out I understand. so that if you are online at a store, you actually have to get up and go find your credit card, bring it back and plug it into the computer. And by then you might've thought, you know what, do I really need this? Do I have the money to pay it off? Could I afford to buy it if I waited for three months and saved up the money for it? So do you know why I know my credit card off the top of my head? No. Because all the times that I had to get up off the couch, go get my credit card <laughs> and come back and manually punch it in. It happened so often it became I you know my eidetic memory I guess just clicked in. I know it's okay, awful. Okay, so it's here's awful. a solution laughing, for that. Be. Yes. Here's a solution for that. Call the bank, tell them you lost your credit card and have them send you another one. <laughs> oh, Judith, you have an answer with for a new number. Okay. I do. No, I, I do. I I hear you. I hear you. I'm laughing but I'm not. Okay. So, uh Kind of like the Rolling Stones, if you can't always, you can't always get what you want, John. Yes. Okay. Now you're speaking my language. Yes. I thought I might. (laughs) Okay. Um, Calculate. So, so put all your debt on one schedule. So you calculate your debt, including the up-to-date balances, the interest rates and the minimum payments, and then you create yourself a repayment. And there's lots of calculators online that can help you do this. You create, you create a get out of debt schedule. So you pay off the one with the highest interest first. So pay minimum payments on the other ones and put as much money as you possibly can on the one with the highest interest. Once that's paid off, you move down to the next one. It's kind of called the snowball effect. That's that's a great way. And then, of course, don't use your credit card if you don't have the money. Right. Um, make sure that you have a savings account. And this is really important because, you know, people think, well, I have to use every single penny I have on paying down my debt. I understand that philosophy. But my feeling is even if you put $25 a month into 
one of these, um, you know, online banks that like EQ or Tangerine or Simply that have a higher interest rate, if you put $25 a month in there and it's sacred, you never touch it. While you're seeing this debt go down, you're seeing your savings go up, even if it's minuscule. That upward motion is psychologically what you want to see. Okay. So you're seeing the downward of your debt and the upward of your savings. I like the psychology of this. I like the effect. Yes. Okay. And that you know that's what it's that's what it's all about. And and if you're really stuck, talk to a professional. There's some the credit counseling societies are good people to talk to. You can get one-time meetings with them that will help you look at your situation and set up a budget. Um, the, you can. Uh, you know, there's lots of money coaches out there like myself that you could talk to that we have programs. Um, and 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 there's a, a great, you know, a lot of online stuff, a lot, there are a lot of free online stuff that you can go to. Uh, the Credit Counseling Society has a great website with tons of learning tools, calculators on it that I would recommend that you talk that that people look at. We really are left to our own devices. They don't teach this in school and suddenly no. you have to be adulting in life and, and and really try and figure your way through all of this it is so amazing to connect with someone with your knowledge because it is so important especially as we get older and you know retirement age comes closer and closer and closer you want to get ahead of this you know like enough i'm i'm tired i'm tired of being in debt you know right. i i want to i need to get to that point where the money that I'm making is the money I'm going to be living off of. So, so grateful for these conversations, Judith. And you are a money coach. You are Canada's money coach. And you are online for people to read articles, etc. that you've set up. And like you said, to connect with you as a money coach. And how do they do that? You can connect with me at judithkane.com. Sex with Sue time again. Sue McGarvey is here, uh, sex therapist, blogger, uh, syndicated talk show host. That's where you and I first met. You were doing your talk show uh, back in the day at 106 point. Well, no, it was 54 Rock, I guess, long before the bear I even. started, yeah. Started in the crust of the earth was warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, here today with Weird Sex Facts Wednesday. Oh, my Isn't that gosh. great? I think we need to do that every week. Weird Sex Facts Wednesday. Okay. So there's lots of things, but I think we need to talk about sperm today. So sperm, I mean, they, they, sure. I think that's sure. Come on, weird, weird sex facts Wednesday. So it's it's ten cc, right? The name of the band, the loving spoonful, right? That's how much <laughs> a guy ejaculates. So in and it said it can ejaculate up to twenty eight miles per hour, and the most powerful ejaculates happen when you hit your sexual peak, which is the age of nineteen. I don't think you still don't know think you know anything about dating or partners or whatever no, you're, at 19, clueless. Or you're clueless but you're powerful but you uh you have you recover the fastest and you can hit the fly on the wall with ejaculates <laughs> um, at 25 paces going at 20 oh 28 to 30 miles per hour how cool is that anyway takes an hour for a sperm to swim the seven inches up to hit the fallopian tubes where there might be an egg you know that's eureka and, and seven hours swimming. no one hour to swim seven inches well, sorry okay Still, One hour. That's- yeah, yeah, that's what it does. It's like, da, 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 da. so that's very cool. The other thing I learned today about weird, you know, weird sex facts um, is, you know, it was just, it was an interesting thing. I was on a lecture this week from um, Carm from the, the University of Guelph 
And she was talking about stats and she's doing a lot of research about non-monogamy. And she says that 70% of people have had an affair and one in five have been non-monogamous in their lifetime. That is the same number of people who have cats and the same number of people who are left-handed. One in five. There you go. So this I, is I said, why my... I like. I, this is why, like, I just I, I I have these conversations with people like you because it's just we need to get over the thought that this is just freaky and weird. No, this is normal. of people admit to group sex, 70% of people have had an affair, and 20% are either currently or have been non-monogamous in their life in terms of being, you know, friends with benefits, swinging, polyamory, something like that. Same number of people. Everybody knows somebody that has a cat. Like, seriously. (laughs) I like how you break it down to very basic, understandable language. Yep. Yep. So now I'm going to look at all my friends who've got cats even more strangely. (laughs) But weird, weird fact Wednesday, you got to stay tuned because I've got all the stats on, you know, orgasms for next weird facts Wednesday. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Oh, 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 other quick one. Besides bed, the most common place that people have sex, not in your parents' basement, but in the car. So if you see those steamy windows, especially this time of year, (laughs) you can look at that. So more, more weird sex facts next Wednesday. See, I don't think those are that weird. I think this is perfectly normal, but I, I see how people would, oh, that's so weird. Sue McGarvey, you are the best as always and open to listener questions. Of course, your email address is sue at sexwithsue.com. I haven't kissed you all week. I, I forgot. Here's a big kiss for I you, know. Sue. Thank you. Mwah. Mwah. Keith Whittier is with us, wittywittier.com, his website for all things TV, streaming, and movie reviews. Uh, today, it's Parallel what? Parallel, Parallel Mothers? Mothers. This Mothers, is a okay. film from director Pedro Almodovar, Almodovar, I butchered his last name, but let's just call him Pedro. Pedro, my man. And he is with his <laughs> muse, who's been in so many of his films, Penelope Cruz. I do apologize for not pronouncing his name correctly the next time he has one of his films i will nail it see when i screw stuff up we just restart the segment when you screw stuff up we just keep going man that's it that's (laughs) it uh penelope cruz has been nominated for an oscar for lead actress for this role in where she plays a mother who gives birth uh on the same day as another as another mother and wouldn't you know the babies end up getting switched at birth there you go and now their lives are, are intertwined and what have you no it's not the normal or at least what i would consider the normal film that you would see where that's like kind of like a switch to birth type of thing mm-hmm. it's a very different very dramatic very dramatic film i think penelope cruz delivers a phenomenal performance in this and this is a strong film i think the only thing that might uh, that might sway people away from this is the fact that it's subtitled but again, to me, that's not really a big deal. But I it know for is, a lot of people, that is, a, that is a pain point. John, you can read. I know you can do it. I can. And I understand. I, can, I understand, I, though. You're at, at the end of the day. You're you know you're wanting to watch a Keith, movie. You don't want to read everything and, and what have you. But I will argue. I I'm happy gonna, to read a book. I do not want to read a movie. And I get that, but I will also come back and say there is so much great international film that you're gonna that, that we can miss out on by only sticking to the. You know English what it language. is, though, and, Parale- and Parallel Mothers is one of those films. You know what it is. It, it's Talk because I'm I'm busy reading the subtitles. I don't I can't focus on whatever cinematography is on the screen. Yeah. It gets yeah. lost on me, and I, and and I know I'm missing out on stuff, but that's the reason for it. My eyes just can't focus on the two things and make sense of it, which is unfortunate. But 
No, anyway. no, I, and, and it's fair. And I hear that. But again, like I said, I think it's a great film. Um, I'm, I'm sure there's going to come a time when it when it comes to video where you can even watch it dubbed. I don't recommend that. But if that's something that you want to do, by all means, again, very strong performance by Penelope Cruz. I thought this was a strong film. Very, uh, very well done. Uh, I give this film a B plus. And did your dog watch that one with you? Dog did not watch this one with me. She's, oh, she's that's why she's so right upset. Now, she's, okay. Yeah. yeah, she's negotiating to get to, to get more airtime. So. Wittywittier.com, as always, Keith, thank you so much. Thank you.